0: What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Undeniable perception. Episode 78. Brother from the same mother?
1: 78. 78. I wish I knew on top of my head like a hit song or a hit film just off the dome. Do off the
0: it? dome? 78? No. Fuck. Or some. Did The Exorcist come out in 78? Is Bruce Smith 78? Number 78?
1: I think Bruce Smith is number 78, right?
0: No, nah, I think it's 76. Let's check it out, bro. What was Bruce Smith? Oh, well, seventy eight. Yeah, you're right. He
1: oh, hell yes. Here we go. One of the greats. One of the Bruce greats
0: Smith. of all time. Speaking of other greats, bro, I listened to the the Nina Simone version of the song you sent. Oh,
1: How you com- finally heard
0: it? How come everyone always shits on Bob Dylan's version?
1: How come he- Who's everyone?
0: Like anyone that like redoes his song, like Jimi Hendrix. This Nina Simone one.
1: Oh, not that the criticism is people hate on it, but you're meaning that these people elevated to another Yeah, person.
0: like, how like, come? Okay. Like, like, dude, Bob Dylan, like, he's folk, right? I guess he, that's what he's known for. Well, that's how he started So off. it's, like, more, like, you got to, like, really listen to it or else you, you won't grasp, like, the meaning of the songs. Oh, yeah, was well,
1: early on. Yeah, like, the, the storytelling.
0: Like, I feel like they, like, the people that, like, redid his song added that. Element to those songs that's probably why
1: so what, what? how'd you when you heard it was the first time you hear it and it's an over shit? Yeah, dude, what you think
0: her voice is just different dude like the so, way she sounds one of man. A kind. Yeah, she's one of a kind, bro. I was just taken back like how How marvelous she sounds bro, right? Yeah, she's like magical
1: um, but, yeah. but like then I
0: heard Bob Dylan's version. I was like,
1: oh my god
0: I can't I was like like really? it, Yeah, so it's the
1: sound of his voice United yeah, for dude. For that particular song, I guess. Yeah, because once
0: I heard, like, her version, and then once I heard his, I was like,
1: yeah, Nina's is better. Well, yeah, well, I mean, everyone has their own specific unique talent, and Simone's voice, come on. Yeah. You know, and then Jimi Hendrix, who made that song stand out, the one he did, was because of his guitar playing.
0: I like the way he sing and sang it,
1: though. Oh, too, as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, those are few and far between. Look at all the songs Bob Dylan wrote. It wasn't for him that wouldn't be able to do it.
0: That's the story of the hurricane. Well,
1: that's not the one um, <laughs> Timmy Hendrix made, though.
0: No, I know. It's along the watchtower. Yeah, there you go. The, uh,
1: But, yeah, man, like um, Bob Dylan, I love his versions, man. I definitely. Was, but, yeah, they they take it to another level in those particular examples. I shall be released, man. A lot of people have done it. A lot of people, yeah. people have done it but Nina Simone's version definitely takes home the cake. Mm-hmm. I agree. But anyways, man, freaking, uh, let's get into it, dude. I kind of want to start off with this um, uncertainty, right? Like, which is, I mean, a big fucking thing, right? We all, we all deal with that, the idea of it all because that's what we live in, right? This, this life is uncertain in every aspect. But, what do you think of it, man? Do you... Do you ever sometimes get a little bit overwhelmed by it, or does it hit you, or you hardly think about it? Or, or what do you think about uncertainty?
0: Uncertainty. Uncertainty. I can't even say that word, bro. You just did. I'm so uncertain about uncertainty. It's like the word um, um, Huntington. Like, I pronounce like all the the vowels. Is that what you say?
1: You sound it out. I sound every air- syllables. And
0: that's how you the word is broken out. And that's what you got to do with uncertainty. Like, you can't you just go. say, it. like, you can't just say, like, Huntington. You, you have to say did. Huntington. But, like, un- <laughs> uncertainty, you need to do it. Dude. Like, you can't. Uncertainty. It's like a safe space right Uncertainty. There.
1: You made it sound good.
0: It. Um, dude, the way I take it, whew, if I focus on it, I will become uncertain. That I'm, I'm literally, like, um... I model. I model after my thoughts, so if I if I focus too much on it, I will. I will fucking end up not doing it. But if I just like dive right in, dude. If I just like take the shot, then I'm good. It's it's usually like it, it used to usually be like a like a coin flip for me, like fifty fifty, like being inconsistent with certain things. But now that I've like been very consistent with like certain foods i don't eat that have been like life-changing for me like something that i've done for for like a really long time that i've literally quit cold turkey that i've been able to maintain so i'll consider i'll use those as examples because i could just imagine someone that's like smoke cigarettes and then finally quit like you give that more props so so that that's the way i take it bro because I'm, i'm very mental in that way and i really believe in like Energy and momentum and things being being connected. So if I'm going through like a rough month or like a rough patch, like I'll usually fall into it.
1: And in regards to like not knowing what tomorrow brings, right? Or fears of maybe some kind of pain or tragedy occurring, you don't let your mind wander to that, those ideas of uncertainty.
0: Um. Yeah. The, yeah. They want. I, yeah, my mind wanders to that. I always and, and think about what could potentially happen in the future. Like. Okay. Like, how do
1: you go about if you get hit with something like negative, or that you deem as negative? That kind of either causes some little bit of anxiety or some kind of trigger, and it has to do with something you can't control. How do you manage that?
0: I would have to. It's either I, I speak on it and take action. Or I either let it bottle it in and act like like if it doesn't matter. And usually, if I do that, that's where like my anxiety would like usually tick and and wake up and not let me sleep and bother me. But on the other other side of that coin, like when I would like speak it, like mm-hmm. I would like vent it out. You know what? I wouldn't what let. Like how would you vent? Like me? if something's bothering me, I'll I'll say it out loud. You know, or I'll I'll share oh, it with okay. my I'll share it with my chick. You know what I'm saying? Because it'll not only be me holding on to that, that dreadful weight or that dreadful stress. It'll be me and my partner, you know, in the universe hearing it, you know, because I really I'm big on momentum, man. So if I act on it, I feel, you know, like putting actions to it. Like, for example, like I'm thinking about the economy right now. Now that I'm a parent of two, you know, I have three mouths to feed my wifey. Myself, my wife, and my two kids, right? I, mean, I got a mortgage to pay. Right. You know, there's uncertainty with like careers, you know, the way things are going, everyone's working remote, things like that. So just trying to pre- prepare for it because I've always heard that the more prepared you are for something, and proofs in the pudding for me as well, like the more I'm educated on a cer- certain subject or the more I practice a certain thing, the more comfortable. And the more welcoming I'm gonna be, because in the back of my mind, I know I'm prepared, or I know that I equipped myself for this rainy day.
1: And that is the best way to go about it, right? The to that old adage, right? Uh, fail to prepare, prepare to fail, right? And so, anything that you practice and prepare yourself for, as much as you, the things that you can control, you're less anxious or stressed out about it, right? Yeah. Like me, I. I don't tend to go all deep into the uncertainty, but sometimes I like to dive in, just be like, well what's bothering me or why am I feeling this way? And the idea of certainty, what does kind of put me whipping back into like having a better perspective, it is that that um, that old that old, I don't know if it's the a, a serenity prayer, right? Like God let me control the things that I can and accept the things that I cannot and the wisdom to know the difference, right? Mm -hmm. So that idea of it, like, what can I control? To remind yourself, what can I control? Okay, I control how I feel about something. Can I control what's gonna happen tomorrow? Absolutely not, right? So it's just kind of putting that rationale back and thinking, I can't control that, so why worry about it, right? So I I kind of have to go extreme with that immediately to kind of put me back into like, dude, I can't control that. You know, like the like the film ran, you know, by Kira Kurosawa. there's a scene where
0: La Curaçao, the, the Curaçao, right? The Mexican circuit city. And
1: that's where they got the name for the store, for a Porty store, because of they love Kurosawa, the filmmaker. Really? No, but I mean cool though. Let me Kurosawa ask you, Kurosawa hold on, Kurosawa. when
0: you dive into that when you
1: Uh-huh.
0: you say you like to go on the deep end and shit, like draws, like and you identify what's bothering you, do you like do something and change it right then and there or do you just have that conversation? Like, how do, you, how do you process that? What are your X, Y, Z? What's your solution to it?
1: I guess it all depends what it is, right? If it's something that, like that, like the idea of certainty, uncertainty, then it's like, well, I can't control that stuff, right? So I think about, I'm like you said, well, if I'm worried about this, what am I doing to prepare myself for something that more than likely could be inevitable, right? Mm-hmm. Or there's other things that I'll do, like, kind of like to to find um, reassurance or affirmation, right? Because that could be a slippery slope, too, right? Like, trying to get a reaffirma- uh, get a affirmation of something or c- kind of get reassurance of something. If you do that constantly, that's like an OCD behavior, right? Because you're just getting mm-hmm. reassurance for the same thing or the same thing or the same thing, right? But sometimes some things that I do, because it's at, at our disposal, I'll look at videos Right On that specific topic Right So like If I'm like Well Is this a bad thing to do Or what are the benefits Even though I may know Something like What are the benefits Of working out right Even though I already know It's good stuff I, I do get like A calmness When I go When I go On videos And they go Top benefits Of working out yeah. top, And then They kind of go through And it kind of just settles in Without forcing it So that's how I approach it Um but just so I don't forget that quote from the film from Ran, uh, basically it's a story of Macbeth, or King Lear, the story of King Lear, right? But it's set in like medieval Japan. Mm-hmm. And the father's going to leave the kingdom to the three sons, but now they're all fighting amongst themselves, the kingdom, right? So there's a scene where one of them was worried about mm-hmm. something. And I think a wise man or one of the brothers, I forget exactly, tells him, why are you worried about how are you going to brush your hair if you may not have a head the next day? Uh, I that? just like the way it's worded, which goes to this idea of style. That makes you think about fucking uh, that, man. I was... You know when you're scrolling through Netflix or streaming services? Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck, right? Hulu, anything, right? Me, like my experience with it, man, it's like it's not... When I'm just scrolling through it to find something, there is no excitement. You know, there's no level. There's nothing that stands out from something else, you Mm -hmm. know, except that they're, like, doing a trailer on one of them. And it seems interesting, cool, or not. But everything, because it's it's so homogenized, right? Everything looks exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Everything's on a grid. You're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. And then, of course, there comes fatigue with that. But to me because so much presentation and style is everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to use that example, I may be missing a lot of gems, right? A lot of diamonds that are good because they all look the same and I'm not sure what stands out As a, unless you know, like, oh, a specific director or whatever you knew. But I get specific emails from this uh, website. I think the theater's in New York and some other areas and I think you could also pay monthly and watch the films at home, but I'm not going to do that. But it's called Metal Graph. And they'll show, like, I got an email today, and it's all, we're gonna be presenting Martin Scorsese's The Age of Innocence. And that's been on Netflix forever. And I've seen mm. the film, but I just saw it because it was Scorsese. But the way it's presented by them, it's yeah. like, check out, look at this classic. And they give you the specific notes on uh, it and yeah. some behind the scenes things, and it's presented as a special thing because it is. Mm-hmm. Because we forget how difficult it is to make a piece of art that way, right? But we're just scrolling. I'm just scrolling through Netflix like, eh, dime a dozen. Yeah, aesthetically right? pleasing,
0: aesthetically pleasing the to the eye. So we just keep going. Right. So you like you're you like to be pleased, huh? You like the you like the gift the rap. You like the. The bow with the card presentation.
1: Oh, absolutely! But I don't think I don't think that's the point, though. I think the point that I'm, I'm realizing is that not taking the time to pause. Yeah. And look at what I'm actually looking at. Yeah. Unless someone is doing that for me, right? Because, like I said, it's all homogenized and it's all Netflix. It looks the that's same. That's a good word. There's there's no separation, right? Because when I it reminds me of this story, I forgot who said this, this is not my story. So, this guy who worked for someone said that this man doesn't go and buy his coffee, uh, he just gets it from the store, whatever, he gets the beans, I don't know, if he coats it with himself, but he makes his, co- his cup of coffee every morning and he takes his time. He'll get the beans, right? He'll grind them, right? He'll put them in his his coffee maker. (laughs) He'll make it. Where's this going? Right? Uh There's no point. So then he takes his time, then he drinks his coffee and sips it. And the the employee's like, well, why do you do it that way? And he said, because if you don't take your time to appreciate, you won't know where things come from. Yeah. The coffee maker, the person that grew the beans, the taste, the story of it all. As Uh opposed to just going to the store, picking it up. he's like Mm, I get it done Gotcha So that's like like, Stopping and pausing Mm. And understanding Like hey Let me Appreciate this
0: That makes me think about Like when we see Like Celebrities Like outside In the street And we like Run after them And be like Oh yo What's up man How you doing Let's take a picture Like straight up Instead of like Going up And being like Hey man Thank you Like thank you so much For like Putting on a show for us, being entertaining, this and that, you know, it, it, it makes me think about that.
1: Man, you make it sound like you see celebrities everywhere. I know you ran into a lot of different people, but mostly fighters. Yeah. Dude, I don't think I've ever, like...
0: I used to always run into Rumble Johnson. I ran into him I probably, like, that, four man. times.
1: Hopefully, all, all is good with him.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, it's all good with him.
1: Well, I remember when you told me you uh, saw, because of Guilty Pleasure, man, I like that... Uh, yeah, the challenge, you know, when you saw uh, oh, Johnny
0: Bananas, right? Yeah, Home De- at Home Depot. That guy so cool. And I asked him for a pic. See, I didn't ask. I didn't tell him, hey, man, thanks, bro, for being cool as hell on, on the real world, man. But the yeah. pic
1: is still chill because you still said, hey, what's up? Yeah, right? that's true. It wasn't like it was your first thing, right? Like, it's not like, hey, let me take a pic. Yeah, that wasn't. Oh, well, you know, because we want to save the memory already, right? That's
0: true. See, the, the, but that's not appreciating the moment. You know, it's not appreciating that's the conversation. Like, now now that when I look back, I remember the Jesus is King concert, the last Kanye concert I went to. I didn't record anything. I was just watching it. I had my girl record here and there spontaneously. It was dope. You know, I got to see everything. But then sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I would have recorded everything. But... You're not so in the moment. There's a
1: balance, especially because the concert's longer. Yeah. But, yeah, man, to just go and experience that itself is great. Because it's like a
0: phone. You see it through your phone. Yeah,
1: and it's not the same, man. Yeah, it's not, bro. The, uh, dude, I was about to say, I don't think I've ever asked anyone for a picture, but I have. Right? And, and uh, you didn't go. You didn't go with us. A long time ago, I went when Barcelona came oh, yeah. to visit on the tour. I already have been drinking all day. and, I, and uh, Me and a few people that went to the game, our older brother and Luke. Did Johnny go? I don't think. I think Johnny went too. We all went, right? And fucking, um, we ended up at the yard house here in Pasadena. And I was already all buzzed up. And then we left. And then I was like, mm. oh man, I got to use the restroom. So there's these stairs up to the yard house, you know, Pasadena, mm. from the streets. Up, and then I saw Pasadena passing by me landing on them, right? And my, I was all buzzed My reaction was like, hey, let me take a picture. And I remember him saying, all right, let's make it quick. Uh,
0: let's make it quick. What a nice <laughs> and then, guy. And dude. they're like,
1: put it up, bro. And because I was all buzzed and blurry. It was all blurry. Nothing was saved. And that was it. You didn't even but have a picture. But it was a like a little again? guy, man. But the thing is, I haven't really experienced any of that, man. I've seen people and I purpose like, yeah, cool. I'm not going to say anything. I'm you like, know
0: what him and Ezekiel have in common? Him and They both like easy takeout. No.
1: What
0: my son don't eat meat. Oh man, they're both they're both they were both born in Ontario. So shout out to Landon Donovan, bro. <laughs> I I made it,
1: man.
0: LA Galaxy, baby. That's
1: <laughs> well, like you're one of the greats right there, dude.
0: No, yeah, hell yeah,
1: dude, man. There's been like the uh... well, first of all, we get into some other stuff, and I, I mean, wanted to catch your your update on the the cold showers.
0: Oh, good, man. already, I'm already three weeks in. Like, I don't even have, like, any, any fearful thought that kicks in anymore. Like, like you know, when you're going to take a cold shower, you're like, Oh, man,
1: I don't want to do this. Like, I don't even
0: have that little voice anymore. So tell me, how
1: was it the beginning when you did it, like, those thoughts, compared to now? Like, what, how, what did you think about the first time you started doing
0: it? I would probably have to psych myself out probably for, like, two minutes. I would have to, like, be like, all right, man, let's get it. Let's get it. Jump around, you know? And then like the first cu- couple of times, like the first five days, it was hard to catch my breath because it was so cold. So, so you be like, jumped
1: in after you have yourself trying to cold water and what would happen?
0: I would just be like, like I'd do a little yell. I'd be like, ah! Cause I'm, okay. I'm expressive. So I feel like if, if you, like when I still my toe, like I'll yell like, ah! And then it will go away in my pain. Like I feel like if I yell it out, I release it all. And that's typically how I do shit. So like when I hit the shower, and the cold water would hit me, I would, I would do like a little yell. But what
1: would happen like when you're taking that cold shower and you're yelling? Like, I would what do you feel freeze
0: like? up, I would, I would be cold, I would have the chills, and then it would be hard to catch my breath, so I'd be like... Huh, 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 like that. Like, uh, that's how I would get... Because I would just do it cold immediately. I wouldn't have it hot, become acclimated, and then slowly but surely turn it cold, typically. The ones straight cold turkey, right? Cur- straight cold turkey. Um,
1: and what, how does it compare to now, three weeks in?
0: Oh bro I'm My showers are longer One Like they They used so to be like Three They showers. used to be two minute showers bro <laughs> Nah I'm, I'm in there probably for like ten minutes
1: Hell yeah It's just full on cold
0: It feels so good To me Yeah
1: And what's the uh, What's the uh, Ritual before you jump in now
0: So now before I Well I do the breathing technique Okay I do the Wim Hof breathing technique So that helps me Like get into like A really relaxed state Okay And like I feel very like Happy and euphoric and um, and, and then that, I jump in my into my cold shower.
1: And that technique, the prep for it is how long is that you do that entire technique? The,
0: uh the I would do three rounds and it would take about like nine minutes. Now I do four rounds. I did four rounds today. I'm able to ho- I was able to hold my breath for a minute, then I was able to reach a minute and a half. Now I'm almost at two minutes where I'm able to hold my breath.
1: Nice. So you're talking about now like when you did it today. The ritual prior to taking the shower top about like 11-12 minutes.
0: Yeah, this one that I did was fifteen minutes. It was four rounds.
1: Okay, and do you immediately jump to the shower right after that, or no?
0: I did. I did today, okay. but typically, nah. I'll probably wait like twenty minutes. Okay. Thirty minutes, but yeah, it helps, bro.
1: And then now you're in the cold shower. Even though it doesn't change the colors, it's like. Your resistance for it And the way you process it has changed That's what's changed
0: Yeah, because all it is Is your body goes into like a shock Like it's just trying to survive, right? Because it's not used to it
1: You tell me, man
0: Because you're Yeah, it's not used to it It's like, yo, turn it hot Because you know you have the power to do it Like, yo, turn it's it hot right it's there. Turn it hot, it's right there Like, why why are you going to go through this rigorous pain? Like, there's no need for it And that's typically the mindset, right? So I'm just trying to Become used to high stressful situations and like having the ability to control it. So because I could easily have it hot, but I choose to have it cold. Right. So now I'm welcoming it. So so I feel like my tolerance for high stress situations have gone better, dude. Like I feel it
1: That makes complete sense because <clears throat> taking cold showers is tough and it's a struggle and it's it's a battle for yourself. So you're building all this strength. So, therefore, if you're tackling that, other stresses that come up in your life,
0: yeah. I a handle this.
1: Yeah. Because that other thing is much tougher and you deal with it. So, something like that. It reminds me like of, uh, okay, just hit me right now, like with Robert Horry, when they would ask him, how do you hit those game-winning shots? He's like, man, we're having a good time. It's a game. It's not stressful for me.
0: <laughs> That's dope. Because
1: he's like, my son, I think he's mentally challenged or something. Yeah. That's stress. He's on himself. this is fun having a game. i yeah. about that for
0: I'll take that. I know as well. it doesn't
1: compare to that, but it's the same idea. but Like you're challenging yourself with this tough thing to do voluntarily. Yeah. So even with that, see, remember, because you're voluntarily doing it to toughen yourself up, to test yourself with yeah. all the stress, so other stresses don't feel the same. That's what Joe Rogan talks about, right? When he says that he works out really hard because he seems everything else makes it easier. Because like, yeah. you know, if I'm working this hard to do this, Everything. Else is
0: everything. It's true, man. Because I, I really believe everything in life is connected. Everything's energetic, bro. Like anything you're doing on this side of the of your life is gonna bleed through everything else, and it's gonna become either a domino effect or ascending effect. You know, either or, bro. And there's no there's no shortcuts to success, man. And and I'm a big believer in compound interest. Like if you put in the work, bro. You you you're gonna reap your benefits. Like, you know, some people it takes them a while. Some people it takes them a day. But you know, opportunities are everywhere, man. And as long as you prepare yourself for any situation to come, once that opportunity comes, bro, people are gonna call it luck because that's what preparation and uh, what do they say?
1: Preparation and opportunity. Meet.
0: And opportunity meet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Can you can you do you have a like? not necessarily an example unless you have one but like some kind of circumstance where you've seen the difference where something used to kind of like stress you out a little but now when it happens you're like nah because of you know what you've developed with hard work and the cold showers
0: yeah because like right now we're work, working from home dude and like my girl just being with with two kids yeah she's very attentive to my, my children bro Like, right. She's the best mom ever dog. Like, She gives them attention day and night So that's very overwhelming Right just being entertaining mm-hmm. All day You know what I'm saying You don't got time to like have your own thoughts right. You know and Maybe in some given moments But in the majority of the time you don't right. right so When I would like have a break Or I would have my lunch You know I would be helping out and then I would hear, like, the stress, and it's just her venting it out. It's not necessarily her bashing me for it. It's just her saying it right. out loud. And I used to just take it. I used to just take. I just take it to heart. I used to be bothered by it, you know what I'm saying? But now that I'm like taking the cold showers, it's like things like that. It's like, why am I gonna stress over that? You know what I'm saying? Instead of like making the situation better. If I want to look at myself like a leader or as a role model, I need to start acting like one. I need to start preparing myself for situations like this to to show people I am this way because, you know, one thing is saying it, another thing is doing it. So those are the moments that I really need to grasp. Now that I'm becoming aware of like, I have those opportunities to become great, to be a better leader. And then these opportunities present themselves I need to act on it. So I'm, now I'm just being more conscious when it comes to those situations because a lot of people get them and they're not even aware of it.
1: Right. And that's the first step, right? That's the first step,
0: be, being aware of it, man. Because that's just going to take you to another level of life, I feel, bro. That'll take you, like we said, bleeding through. That'll take you to like, a different career if you want. Right. And you can take it to your... Like, the, like with the gym, that's how, that's how it started, being consistent in the gym. And now I'm changing it with my diet. And now with the way I was with my diet, it was something that I was never used to, right? I'm always been used to the gym, like that, that comes second nature to me, but the diet was different. That was a little hard, but now that I'm kind of mastering it, I'm like, cool, like I could check this off my list. Now I got to be a better, a better spouse, a better parent to the best of my ability, you know, making it better for the people in my environment. Right. So now that I'm trying to transition that part into this aspect of my life. Yeah. So just keep building, man.
1: Fuck yeah, man. That's fucking awesome, man. To to see what well, the work that you put in and you are, you know, reaping it. You know, what you're sowing down. That's that's beautiful, man. When you see those changes occur.
0: I had a... I want to ask you, do you... My well, Would you be willing to take a cold shower like hearing like, from AJ, Wim Hof, me, Joe Rogan. You sent me, like, a video of Rogan doing it. Right. Like, does that interest you in, in trying a what cold Why does it do a
1: video of Joe Rogan taking a cold shower? It did a cold plunge. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I'm you know what mean I mean? show no. Like, hey, man, I'm showering. He's like... Wasn't, what was that guy's name on the I real, real world? I not know any fans, man. What was, that,
0: what was that guy's name on the real world that would take showers and get paid for it? And it came out. He was dating, like, that little skinny blonde girl. I don't know. I'm not... I forgot his name. He's a little. I'm not a
1: fan of like, oh, the real world stuff. I'm a fan of the challenge stuff.
0: He was part of the challenge.
1: Yeah, but I don't remember who he is. Damn.
0: Okay, I think it was the one with Ma- with our boy uh, Leroy. It was the one in Leroy in Los Angeles. Probably. Vegas. You never watched that one? I don't I know. I saw man. that
1: one. I've seen. I'm looking at. I'm seeing the most recent one
0: right now. See, I haven't seen. That's the last one I've seen. The Leroy one. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's
1: been a minute, man. The uh, but yeah, absolutely, man. Because I mean, I remember I told you when I was. Younger, I know I was like 19 or you 20, loved him, right? I would take some cold showers, but I didn't do any breathing technique or anything No, but who knows how super cold it was or whatever, but I remember just doing it and I'd, and I'd be in the dark Because I felt like that would turn everything off and it was just like dark, but obviously you could see, you know, and it's just cold water Yeah, man, I yeah. I, actually the other day I was looking at some videos and Someone had posted but they were they were talking about the breathing te- te- technique about DMT Looked and down. I was like, oh, I'm not too interested in that. So I'd rather do one for like the uh, the cold showers, but I'll work my way up to it because I wouldn't mind trying that again because all the different benefits that come from it.
0: You have no inflammation after the cold shower. Um, you get like a burst of energy. Um, it gives you a glow. <laughs> yeah, it gives you a glow. It's weird. And then uh, it just it just makes you feel good, man. It, it, closes, it closes your pores. So you're staying... Right. Your skin is nice because when you take hot showers, your pores are open, you know, anything that's in the air, you know, you're like consuming it, makes you break out and shit.
1: Yeah, so like the the difference, if you had a cold plunge, would you stop taking cold showers and just do the cold plunge? No, I'll do both. I'll do both.
0: I feel like you get more from a cold plunge because it's colder. I'm assuming. I don't know how cold. Right. And yeah, you're get. sitting
1: there, right? And then you're kind of controlling it. Yeah, because I, I think. i controlling it, but you're sitting there, which I'm sure you could probably do with no. I
0: get some benefits. I don't. I don't get the full benefits that Joe Rogan or Wim Hof get in the cold plunge. That cold temperature. Got yeah, you. that thirty-five You're sitting there for like five minutes, right? That's it. Well, I, I, well, from what I've heard, it's like the first time you like dive into ice or whatever, your body only lasts like a minute. And then okay. and then like the second time it's probably like three minutes. So you build up to it. Then you build up and then you're able to do like five. But I would want to be like Wim Hof like putting my whole head in there.
1: Oh yeah, like, yeah. I don't know oh, how that cold that would be. That guy's the one that the master, right?
0: Yeah, he okay. birthed it, dude. Yeah.
1: Like and, um dude, I was telling you, man, I was um, I had a dream either last night or this morning. That or, you could
0: buy your way to heaven. And right? then you woke up, you spent on night I shall be released,
1: man. So I uh and I wanna bring this up, man, because um, Every time our older brother shows up in my dreams, and I've had several of these, um, I always have some kind of conflict with him. There's always a conflict. And I'm sitting here and thinking, well, am I feeling any like anger or resentment towards him right now? And it's no. But in my dreams, there's always some kind of conflict where either he is above me somehow in some way and he's um, dismissing me or you know that he's right or something and it's like this this feeling of frustration that I get and then it, and it kind of gets a little chaotic and then on this one you showed up as well but you were a little kid and you're following his direction mm-hmm. and I just felt like and I always feel like somehow isolated. Like I'm isolated from it and I'm the outsider and this and that. <clears throat> but the feeling is not good. Like it's always a, an awful feeling but I'm always aware that it's a dream. You know, so... But while I'm in it, I'm in it. But after when I wake up, it doesn't linger. I'm like, oh, well, it was just a dream. But I'm always like, why is it that when my brother's there? It's always some kind of conflict. I don't know if it's just like some power struggle or what but in, in my waking life, I don't feel anything like that. Maybe it's... Maybe it has to do with me and him converse. Sometimes there's always... A thing where we don't see eye to eye with something, yeah. But that's for sure, fine because we disagree, you know, we disagree with things. But you know, and it just comes out of my dreams,
0: you know? Yeah, well, it, it sounds like you just have some unreleased energy within your guys' conversations that y'all need to to release. If it's in your dreams, bro, if it's in the back of your mind, reminding you.
1: Yeah, I guess, but you know, at the same time, it's like I don't feel is that is that important because in my in when I'm awake, you know, i don't, I honestly don't feel anything like any anger, or resentment, yeah. or anything towards them.
0: You know, why I'm a baby because that's my inner child, dog. I saw, that, I saw that fool earlier this week. Who? <laughs> my inner child. Where? In the mirror, bro. After my breathing technique.
1: Oh, okay, I get it. Do I don't get you sound a little waist. No, uh, no, like shower. like a baby.
0: Like a little baby, like for a quick second. Like I saw...
1: Oh, you really did?
0: Yeah, like a quick second. And I told Mercy, I was like...
1: Was you wearing, I saw, were you wearing Yeezy's? Dude, it was just a
0: face. <laughs> it was just a baby's face. Oh, like shit. right there, like on the... Right on the corner. And then she's like, are you sure was it wasn't like... You picturing Zeke? Because cause you see Zeke a lot. I was like, I don't know, maybe. Whatever it was, you experienced it. I was like, yeah, I was like, I just felt felt like I saw something. And how, What did you feel about it? I, got, I was a little taken taken back by it. Like I was like like starstruck and then just disappeared. So I don't know if it was like... I don't know if I was like probably like in a little little sleep state. Probably after like my breathing technique. Or if I just... Hey man, that's the
1: magical up. time though, man. Saw and that. that's good that you embrace it because it's stuff like that that sometimes we get like spooked about, you know, but it's... It's a perspective on it, right? I mean, like, it's yeah. just magical, right? Because um anytime we create, and I read this the other day, and I didn't, I'm not going to quote it because, but it, basically the, the gist of it was Carl Young who said, like, us diving into kind of like the creative process, it's already like dealing with magical stuff. Because if we yeah. wouldn't do that, we're going to be able to create anything. Good point. You know, and obviously the way you put it was was awesome. But it's kind of like the stuff that you've been talking about lately with, you know, the different things that you've been referencing, like Albert Einstein and others. You know, it's that, that creativity and the imagination. Yeah. Like when I think about knowledge is power, right? Knowledge is power, but then they go hand in hand. You got knowledge is power, and what Einstein said, right? imagination is more important than knowledge yeah right and it's not saying knowledge is important knowledge is extremely important but it's a different thing like imagination important knowledge so always think about it this way like the way it makes sense to me where I make it practical I think knowledge is a surgeon understanding the human anatomy and the way the heart works and all the different organs to be able to operate on you but it's the creative side and the imagination side of the surgeon that would be able to create. think of the idea of like hey we're able to use a pig's heart to do a heart transplant yeah. and creating that, that that's you know? imagination. but it has to come with the knowledge yeah so good
0: breakdown good dissecting that bro
1: that's what I've, I've always like I've seen I like it, that. that's what made it practical for me because a lot sense. of times when I think about some thoughts like that sometimes it, it's like I, I feel like it's in conflict and I'm like no there's no reason for it to be in conflict it's not saying imagination is better than knowledge so I need to like it process it it kind of
0: supersedes it right because don't you need to have imagination to have knowledge
1: because cool. you need to
0: imagine it.
1: The way I see it, man, is like I think you in order for your imagination to grow exponentially, you need the knowledge. Uh, good point. Right? Because if you don't, if you're not, for example, if you're not reading your books, like you mean going would be, be a good author, a good writer. Yeah. It's like trying to make a film you've never seen a movie before. Very right? true. Speaking of books, man, what you I know you had something you wanted to do. Yeah, think. I got a um, my quote or yeah, I got a little quote bro. Really good in here.
0: Yeah, it's good, man. Um, so check it out. Tell me what you think, man. So it's just talking about like so- softening people's resistance. Because a lot of us have like, you know, our guard up. A lot of us sometimes forget to check in the luggage and and we take the, the baggage with us like in another relationship. Wherever you might be in life, right? Absolutely. So there's this quote by this guy named... Jean de la Bruyere. I don't know where he's from. I gotta Google Bruyere. But he said the true spirit of conversation consists more in bringing out the cleverness of others than in showing a great deal of it yourself. He who goes away pleased with himself and his own wit is also greatly pleased with you. Most men seek less to be instructed, and even to be amused than to be praised and applauded.
1: Man, that's more than pro my course. It's quite a bit. So I'll let you take the wind. What, what, what did you get when you read that? Because I'm sure you probably read it a few times.
0: And I just read it two times, but it's just a different perspective of like bring, like in order to bring someone's resistance down, you got to bring yours down as well. And a good way of bringing it down is just becoming a better listener. You know, being more engaged with, like, a person's point of view. Like, in a sense of, like, you know, removing your opinion and just listening to theirs and just, you know, understanding it instead of, like, trying to poke holes at it. You know what I'm saying? So just throwing that out there to people, like, sometimes, you know, like, the way the world is with divide and conquer opposed to unite and prosper. Right. You know, I think it'd be, like, a good tool to utilize to, like, help people. So it kind of, like, resonated with me in that aspect because we all want recognition. Like, we all talked about it, right? So it's good to, like, sometimes, like, let people talk. Let them say how they feel because sometimes we all got to bend it out as well.
1: Yeah, so, like, yeah, I mean, that's just very... uh use a lot of flowery language and it's very well written, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in a nutshell, it's kind of, obviously, there's more to it, but it's basically, like, seek to understand, right? Yeah. And also, like, the one other adage that I've always heard that's similar to this, but it does seem like there could be some manipulation with this one, not that one, but where it says you, you get more, uh, what is it? You, you get more... Bees with honey Than with vinegar Right Oh
0: yeah You attract more bees With honey than yeah. vinegar But that seems
1: like that's, That could be a little manipulative Because you're trying To just be sweet But this one Is more about like See to understand Yeah because we listen are To that individual But it was pretty The way they put it How It's good when someone Walks away with their wits Right so you're allowing them To feel heard But in a way It almost feels like You could be manipulative by like Oh yeah Kind of like that, but I don't think... That's I mean, sort of a nip, in a
0: nitpicking sense, yeah, you could say But that.
1: I don't think necessarily manipulation is a bad thing if it's used in a positive way. Right? I think manipulation maybe even break it down. It's just brackets. a bad bad sounding word. Yeah, because if you're using it like, oh, I just want this person to use them for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I... So yeah, manipulation won't be the right word to use here. So it's just be more like, keep it to like, understand and seek that because you're able to gain more from that.
0: Yeah, because I know there's, there's places and certain situations where you, you can't really express yourself. You know what I'm saying? And we all know that. That's first, that's first grade shit. So do you think like, if we ever come to a, to a point and we're able to like, grasp that approach, we'd be able to open up more of an open dialogue, more of a really real environment? And any workplace and
1: place you're at. See when when I think about that, I just I revert back to the idea of that stuff I cannot control, and that stuff's not gonna ever come to fruition. Because I think as a you know like if it didn't even happen before when the world was a lot smaller,
0: it's not gonna happen now. It's
1: not gonna happen now because we do have avenues. Or we could express ourselves and all that, but to what extent, right? Like like you and I, we're we're recording this. Absolutely. We're expressing ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Um, People could do this through Twitter, through this, through that, through that, right? But in terms of like being in an environment, whether it's a work environment, no, because there's always a master, right? And then that master has to serve something because they have, you know, masters as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I, to me, it's just more like I can't control that. What can I control? Where, where can I be myself and express myself? And if I'm, and if I am in a career where I'm limited to that, then that's just mm-hmm. part of the pact. That's part of the contract, right? Part of the contract.
0: Yeah. But I agree
1: in terms of like in terms of trying to seek to understand someone and their opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's that would lead. To nothing but good You know Positivity, yeah. better Because we're trying to understand That individual And then for Sympathizing there, And even uh-huh. if it's not agreeing It's just like hey, At least you're listening to someone
0: in Respecting it Yeah Yeah man That goes a long way But yeah This yeah. dude Jean de la Bruyere uh-huh. Was a French philosopher Bro Born in 1645 daddy. Did had the fresh they uh, had the fresh uh, What's his name? Fresh wig the dude from Colombia, the soccer player. Oh, I'm not gonna
1: remember. You talking about that guy. He was a, a goalkeeper.
0: <laughs> yeah, his name with his fresh hair dog. That's his hair he has, dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but the father's day was pretty fun, man. We were now just with a luchador, pops, moms, yeah, like you, the kids, mercy. Yeah, it was good. It's a good little time, man.
0: Yeah, I, lo- I love the food there, man, and the, and the beer, bro. So it was uh, I I don't care it. for the beer there.
1: Okay, and okay Breweries and I don't mean nitpicky But not mean not Breweries Breweries both serve your beer fast they have one guy behind the fucking register Yeah it Take like 10 minutes to get a beer First of all That defeats the purpose of a brewery But Yeah Since I didn't drink It was whatever It was just getting you one um, The atmosphere school was nice and big I hardly eat there But I take it wherever it's good So mm-hmm. I like the place Because of open spaces It's easy It's convenient when are by mm-hmm. So I dig it man yeah, that's a, if, that's a spot. That's the spot. Guess, guess what I'm doing tomorrow, man.
0: What are you doing tomorrow?
1: I'm going to a concert, man. I'm going to the Greek.
0: Oh, nice. Who are you, you going to watch?
1: Bright Eyes.
0: Oh, that. This is your first time watching them?
1: I've seen Conor O'Burst, the the songwriter, singer of the band. I've seen him solo before.
0: Oh, but you nursing never seen Bright Eyes together. Because they, nice.
1: they were going to do it. They were touring before the pandemic. And that was going to be the first time they toured, I think it was like 10 years at that point. And they had to cancel because of the COVID. And now they went back on, so I was like, oh, i have to buy a ticket. Going solo, you know, because I can't depend on friends or people that I know or be like, hey, you want them down? Because, you know, it's not cheap. Go to a concert and then you, can, you know, and then on top of that, for them to like the me. you in the be front like row by yourself? Backstage, baby. Are you, you got that? No, 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 I just got some regular tickets, man, I don't know. You got the nosebleeds? So, man, so part of it is like, okay, two, I think, I think one time I went to a concert by myself, and that was like, while I was in high school.
0: That's crazy.
1: You know, and I had like whatever time, but you know, I was like 16, 17, right? But this time, I was like, fuck it, man, I me just go. I mean, I go to the movies by myself. So we'll see how it is with the concert. It's not gonna
0: be the same, but hey, I want to go see them, man. Oh, dude, that's dope, though. And the next but day,
1: I already got tickets to see Elvis, baby. So I'll
0: let you know that. So... yeah, I can't wait for that one.
1: But cool, man. But I'm I can't. Excited,
0: man. I can't. Um, that's crazy that you're able to do that. But I'm we'll able see, to go to man. the movies by myself, but a, a concert that's kind of a little too extreme for me. Yeah, I rather just watch YouTube or something, dog, in the comfort of my home.
1: Yeah, man. So I gotta, I gotta do it, man. Yeah. Already about the ticket. Buy a ticket, take tick the ride, man. Mm, brother be lit. Hey, better take us lit. out,
0: brother. But yeah, everybody out there, thank you so much for liking, listening, and subscribing. Undeniable Perception, episode
1: 78. Peace, man. Until next time.